Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Talk about the importance of, um, you know, making actionable steps towards positioning your unique offer into the market marketplace.
because when we talk about this sometimes we can we can uh get really overwhelmed by all of the things because there's so many things that you can use so many so many strategies so many um tools whether it's landing pages or this or that you know glenn mentioned uh, facebook ads and that in itself is a challenge because people are always moving the goalposts people are always um you know the algorithm is going to change I don't know how many times I've heard people uh, blame the algorithm. <laughs> I think the algorithm is one of the most blamed things ever, when, whether it's Instagram or um, I think LinkedIn's going to be the new platform now that they're, they're running the beta um, version of uh, their audio space over there. You know, and people are trying to figure out, you know, what, what's the best way to, to grow in that space. So you can get overwhelmed by all of the things. But here's the thing, I think if you focus on key actionable steps and really understand the meaning of positioning and positioning your unique offer into the marketplace, I think you, you, whatever tools you use thereafter, you'll find it a lot easier and, and you'll be able to, to pivot a lot easier rather than having to um, be all sort of consumed on how you use a specific thing or the process of a, a specific thing. So I'm going to go through a few steps now, um, do a very quick 30 minutes uh, segment, and uh, I would love to get some shares. I'm going to go through a, a few steps and then if I can get some flashes of the mics, because I'd love to, to find out more information about what you're doing. Um, those of you that have heard me before, I'm, I'm CEO of uh, uh, Volume 2. Um, uh, my name is Mom Reed. For those of you that, that don't know me, uh, Bill was just hyping me up there, so you, you so he, he he gave me a fantastic intro. But I'm I'm kind of the strategy guy here. I, I loved I love the data. I love the detail. I love thinking about the roadmap and thinking about the the journey and and getting to that successful vision that you have in your mind. You know, getting to the next uh, uh, milestone, as I call it, and really mapping that out. You know, using sales, marketing, branding. Uh, social media. I've kind of stayed in this lane uh, for the last sort of 20 years. So it's pretty much everything I do. So when I, I think about positioning your unique offer into the marketplace, I think the very, very first step, the very first thing you need to be considering is who are you actually selling to? Who are you selling to? And where are they? Because if you're thinking about, you know, positioning your unique offer, you need to understand who you're positioning it for and, and what, what they really need. And you need to know everything about that audience, everything, the age, the, how much they spend, their mindset, their pain points, it's not just their pain points, but also the outcome. You need to make sure that you can do, I mean, you've heard people talk about this before, right? When people talk about the avatar or the persona. I've got a hot mic there. Someone can grab that for me. That'd be amazing. Thank I'll you. Very much. So when we talk about, I think it's uh, Oliver. Oliver, I, would, I, I can see you down there. I'm just going to mute you. Um, hopefully you're cool with that, and I'm going to keep it keep it moving. So you've heard it before when people talk about the avatar and uh, the persona and so on. It's so so important to understand who you're selling to because if you don't that's where you see a massive waste in, in spend, a huge waste in spend. 
because you you can be you know as I heard someone say in the room this morning you know the amount that they've spent on Facebook ads um, is now becoming a problem and to be honest with you as much as some people feel that Facebook as a platform is a bit of a pain um, it's going to be even more of a pain if you're spending money and you aren't absolutely crystal clear on the people that you're you're trying to attract and you can't really blame the platform for that so spend some time I, I can't tell you how many times that i've sat down with clients and i say yeah okay so do you know who your avatar is and they're like yeah 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 yeah, absolutely but they they haven't gone anywhere near deep enough i haven't got any anywhere near deep enough they, so so they think they understand it but they, they, you know, they don't, they couldn't say, okay, well, these are the habits of my typical um, customer. This is these, these are the types of, I don't know, shows they even like. These are their interests, and not just the pain points. As I mentioned, the outcome. So many people concentrate on the pain points and don't think about what the actual outcome is for that individual or that group of people. So when you're thinking about positioning your unique offer into the marketplace. You need to understand who the avatar is. That won't only help you to get the offer correct, but it will also give you signs and 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 it's almost like a wayfinding to where that those people are and where they spend most of the time. So so it will tell you which platform, which area, which geographical location location even that you that you need to place your your advert in if it's an advert that you're doing. So that's number one for me, understanding who you're selling to and where they are. Do your research. Use all of the, the things that are available to you. Here in the UK, there's so much uh, uh, information that's available online in terms of councils and, and, and local governments and so on. Um, I've mentioned a couple of, of sites uh, uh, and also that, um, that can help you with uh, statistics for areas. Um, there's a brilliant site called statista.com that's statista.com that can help you with that so doing your research is massively important two is about creating meaningful influence create meaningful influence when you're thinking about uh, positioning because ultimately positioning your unique unique offer in the marketplace is about it's about market positioning so influencing your customers um, and, and influencing the customer perception in respect to the brand or the product in comparison to your competitors. So the influence needs to be there, but you need to, it needs to be meaningful influence. So what's going to shift the needle for, for, um, for your audience? You know, what do they actually care about? There's so many other products out there right now. So many other, uh, services that, could potentially be there or thereabouts or quite similar to what you do if you don't have an absolutely standout USP. So you need to make sure that you're creating a certain amount of influence within that marketplace and uh, that people are, are, are more aligned with you and your service provision and your product than their compet your competitors. Number three is communicating the, that, that vision to your audience. You have to take people on a journey. And, and to be honest with you, this dovetails into number two, because if you're communicating the vision of your organization, the vision of your company or, or you know, um, telling a story around your your product, then that helps people that helps to create that meaningful influence because it helps people care about what you do.
and they actually want to be a customer because they that you're starting to build that no like and like and trust factor you're building that thought leadership so take people on a journey and communicate that concrete vision and and as i mentioned not just the pain points you're taking someone on the journey you need to, them to visualize that you are the person who can get them to the outcome that they're looking for because when you concentrate too much on the pain points that's when when people all you're doing is reminding reminding them of the pain <laughs> so if they're struggling with x and all you're doing is saying yeah you know we know you're struggling with x you're not telling them uh, of what that beautiful outcome is uh, at the other end so communication is it really really is key people will absolutely look for the gaps in 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 the story that you tell as well i feel like um right now customers are probably more intelligent and more clued up than ever uh, because they have if you think about it they have every single thing at their fingertips to do the research that they need to make the decision that they want to make so you, you you have to make sure that your what you're communicating is authentic you know what i mean it leans really leans into your brand um, because you're not just positioning your unique offer you're positioning your brand as well and i, I just want to touch on the brand side of things as, uh, as well before i uh, take a couple of shares because again this is this is almost like uh the clubhouse favorite to talk about branding. I remember when the app first started, um, all rooms were about social media, um, sort of normally Instagram or, or branding or something of that nature. So I think if you really, really want to nail the positioning, you have to nail the uh, brand positioning also. And again, branding is something else that will actually reduce your sales spend if you get it right. Everyone knows that branding is, is part of branding is what people say about you when you're not in the room. But is, if you think about your organization or a company that you're building or a product that you're selling, it's about what people say about that product when you're not there or when no one from the company's there. I just want to go through um, just to make it easy for people. So I, I've kind of boiled it down to five P's when it comes to branding. And the reason why I've boiled it down to this is because I, I think if you think about it in this way, it will help you see your brand as a three-dimensional thing rather than a 2D thing. Because a lot of people think, oh yeah, branding is just a logo or it's just a, it's about the color. It's, it's, a, it's very much a three or even four-dimensional thing. So I'm gonna go through these five Ps very quickly and then, and then I'd love to take some shares. Flash your mics if you're still with me here on stage. I'd love to get a flash of mics just to see who's there. Kimberly and Patricia and Dora, Maria and Tanya, great to see you. Okay, excellent, fantastic, fantastic. So the five P's of brand uh, branding or brand strategy, number one is, is brand position. Understanding your unique value. A lot of people um, mainly focus on the USP, um, but it, it's, it's also thinking about your overall brand positioning. Uh, you know, what are the, what, what's the key differentiating factor? What are the key benefits in comparison to other brands? Number two is, is the brand promise. What's the thing that you actually are, are going to guarantee? What can, what can people expect every single time with your brand? 
110%. Because that's the thing about the brand promise. You have to, you have to deliver it consistently. Number three, brand per personality is, is, is something that is growing even more so now, especially when people think about personal brand um, as well as sort of a company brand or a corporate brand. You know, how do people actually describe you? What kind of tone would someone use if they were talking about you or your brand? Is it, is it kind of a, a softer tone or is it a harder tone? You know, what, what is the energy that you want people to feel when they think about your brand personality? The fourth P, the fourth P is a bit of a, a, a double up really, because the fourth one is, is about your, um, your story. So it's, it's looking at the, the, the past when it comes to your brand, but also the present. Because so much, as Bill touched on earlier, so much is about your brand story now. So much is about, take, as I mentioned, taking people on the journey so they can buy into, if it's a personal brand, they buy into you. They know like, you have the know, like, and trust factor. You're, you're positioning yourself as a thought leader in that space. If it's your organization, the same thing applies. You know, this is the brand. How many people in the room, if they, I mean, I personally don't, don't, really drink coke um uh, but if you know if you if you like coca-cola how many people in the room just go straight to coca-cola as the brand and don't even think about any other drink or what well, it might be sprite as a as a lemonade they just go straight for that brand and they don't think about it. it's because they know what to expect because they know that every single time that they're going to get the same taste it's going to roughly be around the same price and and then you know there there are, are going to be no surprises and when you can do that that's when you know you, as a hey listeners if you enjoy listening to breakfast with champions we can bet you care about your daily routine do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine it's the perfect morning glenn has written a free ebook called the morning five five simple steps to an extraordinary morning if you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. As I mentioned, your, your, the amount of marketing, even though these companies have crazy marketing budgets, that's because they, they, wanna, they don't want to, to, to leave any room for any competitors to get in there. But if you build your brand, it can actually reduce the amount that you have to spend on sales. And the final one, the final, final, uh, the fifth P is brand partnerships. So when you're thinking about um, your brand, with your brand positioning, or even positioning your unique offer into a marketplace, who can you align yourself with? Because especially after the last uh, sort of two to three years that we've had, the future is really going to be about partnerships, and it's really going to be about collaboration. So who, you've probably seen this a lot already with um, certain brands, whether it's uh, sort of acquisitions, which is something totally separate, but other brands are um, you know, collaborating um, and aligning themselves with each other. But it's so important to make sure that whoever you're aligning your brand with, there's, there's, there is some kind of synergy there. Because if you do it incorrectly, that's when you can actually damage your brand. So I just wanted to take you through those those uh, five uh, P's there: brand position, brand promise, brand personality, um, the, the brand story—that's the past and present—and um, also 
the brand partnerships. So I'd love to get some flashes of the mic here just uh, for anyone who uh, would love to chime in on this. When you think about delivering your unique offer, what is the, the, the one thing that you always adhere to? What's the promise that you have? What's the brand promise that you have for your clients or, or your, uh, your, your customers? Or, you know, what, what are you actually um, trying to be consistent with right now? Feel free to flash your mics uh, if you want to jump in. Alternatively, I will continue to keep going. I can hear a flash. Just say your name. Oh, it's a huge, oh. huge stage. Say your name. Patty, this is Patty. I just want to reinforce what you said. Yeah. When you're talking about consistency uh, with the Coca-Cola, you know, I think of reliability and I, I just love that. It's like going to 7-Eleven, you know, it's always open. Uh, so it's really important. And that's one of the uh, first hard lessons I had to learn uh, because when I went, went first jumped into this uh, social world, uh, you know, I didn't know about consistency until I aligned myself with a, a, you know my strategic advisor and uh, she showed me the importance of it and I'm like oh yeah it makes so much sense so thank you uh, for you know bringing that to the you know forefront that's important fantastic absolutely 110% Patricia thank you so much for that share and uh, I think so many people underestimate the, the brand element of it you know they, as, a, as I started off with you know you can get really really overwhelmed with all of the things, you know, the lead magnets and the, and you know, the, the advertising and, and don't get me wrong, all of that is important. But if you don't get the basics done, if you don't get the foundation right, it's almost like building a house on shaky foundations. You know, you, you're going to have a, a, a knock on effect and, and nine times out of 10, especially in business, those knock on effects actually uh, come at a price, which is, is what you want to avoid, right? So branding, I mean, there's a, there's a quote that I love, which is branding is the art of becoming knowable, likable, and trustable. Effectively, you're trying to build trust. When you position um, your unique offer into the marketplace, because it, it, and going back to what I said about communication, whatever you position, whatever your offer is, it has to actually you know, be be a good one because you can you can get all your branding and everything. It could be fantastic, but if the offer doesn't actually stand up and if it doesn't do what it says on the tin consistently, then that's going to have an adverse effect on your brand. Your offer isn't going to be taken up, and so on and so forth. But if you can actually position that offer, be consistent with it, be consistent with the branding of it, then it's an offer that will actually stick, which is the difference. So many people actually um, have uh, brilliant offers, but they, you know, they they end up being sort of fly by night uh, things rather than things that stick around for a long time. That's why the that's why I'm talking about the branding as well, which I think, as I said, many people really underestimate. Um, I've got a couple of uh, minutes left. I'd love to take a couple more shares um, before continuing. Just feel free to flash your mics or say your name. As uh, just scrolling down, just to double check. Just okay, no, right. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep going. I've got a couple of minutes left. So just to, as a recap, I spoke about understanding who you're selling to, and understanding where they are. Doing your research. I mentioned a, a brilliant site that you can use as a um, a bit of a um, a tool, which is statista.com. You can also use that to um, 
continue to position yourself or your organization as a thought leader in that space by using statistics. So statistics will really, really help you. And especially if you, um, uh, you know, if you, if you present them in a more graphical format, um, and you know, people would call that sort of infographics, but you, but you want to, um, interweave those in, as I said, because you, it's the know, like, and trust factor. You want to make sure that people know that you are the person, you are the go-to person for this thing, this product or this service. Number two was create meaningful influence. Think about market positioning. It's about the perception. The perception needs to be backed up with delivery, but you're initially you're creating that perception regarding the brand or product in comparison to competitors. Number three was communicate a concrete vision. Take people on a journey. Use the story, as Bill mentioned earlier. You know, take use the story to 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 supercharge your 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 message. And don't just communicate the pain points, think about the actual outcome as well. You know, if, if you if you if you visualize this, so I know there's a, a lot of people in the car industry in the room normally, but if someone comes for a new car into the showroom, they've probably been online already, they've probably been to a few different um, uh, showrooms already. Uh, this is a, a, it may differ slightly in the US. I don't know, but I'm 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 painting the picture here for the UK just for the moment. And if they want to change their car, there's a reason that they want to change their car. So you have the, uh, the the idea of of how would they feel in that new car. You know, is it a convertible? Are they are they are they visualizing you know driving down the road with the on a really warm day. With the, the 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 wind in their face, and this is the thing: you think about the person, that individual's outcome, or it might be a, a purely practical thing. They need they need a, a car, that maybe they're in the trade, and they just need a bigger vehicle. So I'd love to. Uh, um, I can see uh, Justin on mic in there. Uh, did you yeah. wanna, did you want to share? I do actually, because it's it's full circle to what we were talking about earlier, right? When we were talking in the other segment about listening to your pain points and understanding your audience. I have a newsletter I put out on a monthly basis and most people treat content like it's, you know, an advertisement for themselves. When in reality, with the newsletter for my clients, they want to know average price, average days on market, what's happening. So if I can answer the questions that they actually have as their pain points, the results are fascinating. So I think understanding your consumer and using data is the superpower. So I really appreciate your segment, Marvin. Amazing. I, I always love your shares as well, Justin. Uh, thank you so much for jumping in there. Um, I can see uh, more flashes. Is that uh, William? Were you flashing us there? I'm not too sure if my app is glitching. I'm going to keep going. If you are flashing, feel free to say your name uh, and jump in. I will not be offended. So I want to uh, just keep going over the, uh, the points that I covered. Uh, before I pass over to Niku, which I believe uh, I believe that she's uh, coming. Is she actually in the room at the moment? I'm not too sure. I don't see her yet. I'm keeping my eye out. Okay, cool. You can that keep going. Can, that means I can keep going. Cool. So number three was communicating a, a, a concrete vision. And by the way, I can see a couple of people um, with their hands raised. Uh, if you do have a question, 
I'd love to be able to answer your question before I have to pass over. So feel free to um, to, to pop your hand up and come up to the stage, uh, flash your mic, and, and I'm more than happy to um, to answer your question. So communicating a concrete vision, take people on a journey. Don't just communicate the pain points, communicate the outcome. Think about that, visualize it, create that vision for them. Moving on to number four, that was brand positioning. And this is a big one because when you think of brand positioning, you have to, you have to consider that how will this affect my sales spend? Marketing and sales, you are pushing someone towards a product. Whereas with branding, people are compelled to, 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 to go towards that product. You're almost, they're, they're almost running towards it because they're, 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 you have to get to the point where they're falling in love with your brand. You know, make it believable. Make sure that what people say about your brand when you're not there, whether it's a personal brand or a product, is, is really, um, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a sales, um, I've touched on this before, there's a sales method, methodology, um, uh, Miller-Hyman it's called, and it's about actually creating champions, ironically. <laughs> it's about creating champions within an organization. And it's brilliant if you're actually trying to sell into large organizations. So um, I've used it a lot, a lot in the past when I've worked with big government organizations or local authorities, where you've got like four or five different stakeholders and you know you really need to get everyone on board. Even though there's one person that's going to sign the deal, you need to get everyone on board because if you don't get everyone on board and you don't actually get, make sure you have a champion within that organization, that champion is going to be, um, could actually be, uh, throw the spanner into the works. If they, if they weren't a champion, if there's someone who think who, who was being negative about your product or service when you weren't there. So you have to create that champion. Similar with branding, you have to create champions, people who are going to speak positively about your brand or service or you when you're not there people who almost become ambassadors for you and for your organization and i broke down the branding into into five steps just for people who uh, who didn't uh, catch that brand position was number one brand promise was number two brand personality was number three and thinking about your brand story was number four, so past and present. And number five, which I think is gonna be even more important moving forward, is brand partnerships. Brand associations, who can you actually align yourself with um, that you feel is on the same kind of wavelength as you, or, or you have a, a synergy with as an organization? So I just wanna um, uh, just, give the opportunity for people to chime in and just check that uh, Niku isn't here, Marilyn, because it's a big stage. I just want to make sure. Uh, Kimberly, I can see you flashing. Um, 8.30. There's a hot off the press. Okay. Um, there was a change, so it'll be 8.30. Do you mind going for a bit or if you have to run, we can, you know. Yeah, I can go for about five more minutes, but I've got to, I've got to um, jump on a call. Okay. At, uh, at, well, in uh, quarter past the hour, uh, one fifteen my time. So I can I'll go for about five more minutes and then I have to jump. Um, okay. But 
I can take a few more shares on the topic. I saw Kimberly flashing. Um, feel free to chime in, Kimberly. Great to see you in the room. Good morning, Marvin, uh, and everyone. Um, I just wanted to add to your conversation about brand partnerships. Uh, since part of my background for 20 plus years is strategic partnerships and alliances, I feel strongly that not only is this um, an important business model, but it, as you said, it's an undertapped and growing in importance part of your brand strategy. And for me, I'm paying attention to the brand promise and you use the word aligned. Uh, alignment is really key, not only to putting all your P's in order that you've been talking about, but also to discerning um, and deciding who your best partners, who your right um, synergy partners are going to be. And I think that uh, I'm look forward to maybe unpacking that a little bit more in the future when you have time. But please understand that despite whatever momentum you may have, or in addition to that, that if we really would get more serious about collaboration, conscious collaboration and partnering in order to rise together and not just have those be taglines, but strategies that we help each other promote and uh, deliver on our promises, we would see exponential growth. So I'm a big cheerleader for that. And I was glad to hear you mention it, Marvin. Fantastic. I was going to say, um, just struggle to unmute there for a minute. I was going to say, um, you know, just for everyone in the room, Kimberly is, is uh, even though she's not based in, in the UK here, she's uh, uh, someone who I, I have had the pleasure of meeting face to face. So it's fantastic to, um, uh, to heave in the room today and and look I, I would, I've got a sort of five I've got a, a meeting a zoom meeting at, at quarter past the hour but I'd love for you to expand a little bit I know you 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 did want to unpack but um you know I want to just create a bit more space for you if you wanted to elaborate on that um I can see a couple of other flashes but um William your mic keeps flickering for me I don't know whether that's an app thing um if you do want to jump in just feel free to say your name um hey uh, yeah I just want to were let you, you know you that flashing? it's got to, no, I was not. I just want to let you know okay. it was, it's got to be an app thing. Yeah, no worries. That's no problem at all. Great to speak to you, though. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Hey, all good points. I'm on board with everything and alignment and, you know, your your key proposition is, is so important. So good stuff. I love listening. Thank you so much. No worries. And, and, and thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, Kimberly, did you want to chime back in before I, before I have to jump? Um, I'm not in a good position to speak long, but what I will add to that is that as we look at what does it mean to partner, um, uh, an easy partnership is in the marketing partnership area. That's where, uh, frankly, I built a lot of my business successes is uh, in the uh, well-designed complementary marketing partnership arena. In fact, throughout the financial services um, uh, uh, landscape, I put different financial services companies together in order to do things that um, 
very much had a had a complementary element to them. There was some overlap. You have to plan for that. But because we found the sweet spot in our analytics and in our market reach, designed a strategy for how we would tag team, it created not only millions of dollars, but in some cases, or in one case in particular, billions. So that's why I said exponential is possible here. Uh, we can start small from solopreneurs working together in ways of which if you're in the health and fitness or wellness arena, there are others who do things that are complementary to you but they could be in another arena altogether, but the total picture and offering makes sense. So there isn't a cookie cutter. There really is, it starts with understanding the power of partnership and not only trying to find a good partner, I find that most of the time in my coaching, it's getting them to be ready to be a good partner. It's what you offer, not just what you get. If everyone walks in, with that attitude and that transparency and designs from that place, you actually create a virtuous circle and the growth follows that energy of compound interest and compound support. Absolutely amazing. I love that. Be prepared, prepare yourself to partner. I love that. Because I, oh, I'm gutted, I can't stay actually because it's a fantastic conversation. Um, but it is this is this is everything that we're talking about now is everything I love speaking about. So, you guys are killing me. I've got to jump. <laughs> but um, no. oh, sorry, Dawn. three plays. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, I just want to say, take the opportunity to thank everyone in the room for being here. We are. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.